Hello, welcome to another episode of Dragon Talk. I'm Greg Tito, and this is the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And I finally have my co-host back with Yay. me. Hi, Shelly. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Are you Shelly Mazanoble? Yeah. The Shelly Mazanoble? The red-eyed wonder. The sorceress who the controls air and space and time with yes. her glasses of doom. <laughs> my special x-ray red-eye glasses. Why are your eyes red? Have you been uh, bing-bonging it up a little bit too much? A little bit. <laughs> Hitting the bing and the bong. Right here in There's the Wizards of the Coast of, office. There's a of different theories. Yeah. One is that Ball has red eyes. You might have seen him on the cover of Betrayal at Baldur's Gate. Oh, Bale. Bale. No, is it Ball or Bale? It's Ball. Ball? Ball. Ball. He's got Ball. red eyes. No. So do I know. Right. Because you, you take on the form of every product that you're selling. Yes. I, so, I am really invested in so my So when work. you play Axis and Allies, you become... I will become a general. Okay. Let's just... Just leave it at that. I don't know which one. All right. But a good one. A good one. On the good side. On the good one. That makes perfect the sense. The ally side. That's coming uh, the... Friday. Anniversary edition. Friday. Well, people are going to listen to this in the future, so I'm it's sorry. October 20th. October 20th, 20th, which is also my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Shelly's dad. Yep, yep. You get a game. It's called Accent Allies. And he'll go, oh, my daughter, she designed this game. She <laughs> makes games. That's Wait. what she does. <laughs> and yes, he Your sounds, dad's Larry David? Yeah. Oh, no. he, all right. So remember Seinfeld? Yeah. The, uh, George's. Yeah. George Steinbrenner? Yes. yes. We never saw him. Yeah. We just heard the voice. That, that's how I picture my, my dad sounds. Do you know In who my, does that voice? Is it Larry? Larry David Was does that really? voice. He does the voice of George Steinbrenner. I, I know, right? I love Larry oh. David. Yeah, that's coming back, I hear. I know. I watched a few episodes on an airplane. That's good stuff. Of the new season. I feel like sometimes when we're recording Dragon Talk episodes that we're basically in a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Is that true? I wish. Yeah. This water is for me, all right? It's for hydrated people only. I don't know. I'm trying to riff on it being a... Kirby enthusiasm and failing terribly. But one thing I will tell you about is that Dungeons and Dragons has a lot of fun products coming out. Did you know Are we that? done talking about my eyes? Do you want to talk more about your eyes? I feel like you were trying to avoid your Brian eye conversation the whole time. My eyes. No, it's okay. Did you put electric blue in your eyes? Electric boogaloo. Yeah, electric boogaloo. <laughs> did that help? Nothing did it make helps. It, did it make it worse? Yes, nothing oh. is helping. How many fingers do I have up? Seven. Yes, that is correct. Okay. How did you? This is the first time you've noticed that I have that rare defect. It's the first time I've noticed you. But your eyes actually work now. No, now, now they do. Now they do. Yep. They didn't before. Because I can actually see into your mind. Oh. I know that you were thinking seven. That's true. I was thinking seven. I have a cold too. <laughs> but I huffed a bunch of Afrin <laughs> before I came here because <laughs> I didn't want to be all like. <sighs> That's best pot, and then they'll just take all the sound effects and add them to. They're monsters. Did you just say best pod? Best podcast. Oh, I sound like, effects. Is this like ever. another one of those? Why are your eyes so red? That, yes, we referenced that earlier with yeah. Bing Bongs. Was that just earlier? <laughs> just a couple like of minutes, a couple of minutes ago. ago. <laughs> I'm go, you want to talk about the announcements with me? Yep. All right. So there's a game. It's called Dungeons and Dragons. Heard you can it. play it. Yeah. Uh, there's a new thing coming out. Is Xanathar's Guide to Everything. People, I think, are very excited about this. It's, it's a thing. Yeah. It's got lots. You can play, uh, I think there's 27, 27 new subclasses that you can play. Who has time to be writing all these new subclasses? Uh, several people. Wow. Uh, Jeremy Crawford has one. Jeremy? Yes. Mike Merles? Merles? Yes. 
heard of him. Uh, Adam Lee, no, I think, I like had something him. to do with it. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Good stuff yeah. all around. Yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, Ben and Chris had something to do with this as no well. No way. Yeah. I think at least on the development side. Cool. Yeah, Ben Petrosor. Twenty. Oh, my nemesis. He got a haircut. I noticed. He, he looks like a completely different person. He still looks like the kind of guy that would screw you and stab you in the back in a game of diplomacy. Which he does on like a regular basis. You can cut that hair any way you want, Ben right. Petrosor. We know your true <laughs> colors shining <laughs> through. <laughs> Um, that is exciting. Uh, it is uh, Xanathar's Guide to the Ring is going to be out uh, November 21st everywhere, but on November 10th, you can get it in your local game store with a special cover. It's not that far away. I remember talking about it, and I was thinking, why are we even talking about it? It's like next year, practically. But it's but not. But it's not. It's very close. In fact, by the time you're listening to this on the podcast, it might actually already it's be in your minute. hands. Yeah. Uh, so I hope, you're, I hope you enjoy it. I think they will. I hope you're going to be playing all cover, of the characters both in Both covers are yes. awesome. It's good stuff. Uh, we may have already been done with Extra Life, but I'm still going to talk about that a little bit because it's on November 3rd and November 4th. Yeah. Uh, we play Dungeons & Dragons the entire day, uh, essentially. Uh, there's a nighttime uh, campaign on November 3rd as well as many That's games throughout the day on November 4th. Go check them out if uh, this has already happened, which I'm pretty sure it has. You can get them on YouTube. You can get them here at the Twitch channel. It'll be cool. fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Always can donate to Extra Life. It's not like it ends during this promotion. So we're going to yeah. continue to raising money for Seattle Children's Hospital and children's hospitals across the country, very uh, which is very important. You can buy, uh, if you're not into the just donating to make people do fun stuff on the stream type of donating, you can also buy the Tortle Package on DD Beyond, DMs Guild, and on Fantasy Grounds. It's 10 bucks, and uh, you can play as a Tortle. So even after Extra Life? Even extra after, after that, extra life, they're still going to yeah. Okay, that's cool. It's still going to all go towards uh, towards extra life. All the cool. stuff that wizards would get. Uh, and then also, I forgot about this, but Chris Lindsay did something really cool. Uh, he put up a something called uh, One Grung Above on DMs Guild. He it's did? not Adventurers League legal, but it's a couple of pages on how you can play uh, as a grung player, and that's going to be four ninety nine from his campaign. From his campaign, yeah, it's all the stuff that he developed for his uh, Stream of Annihilation thing, and then now have the campaign that he's cool. running now on the D and D Twitch channel. Such a generous. Lad. He's a generous lad. Yeah. Uh, it's not developed to be like, you know, uh, Adventurers League legal or anything like that, but he just wanted to make sure people had what he was basically using to run uh, those characters, which I think is cool. And that also goes towards all of Extra Life. Cool. Make it happen. It's a thing. Good. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff happening out there. There's uh, 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 Tales from Candlekeep. I'm gonna be, we're going to be talking to uh, some of those folks later on uh, in this recording session on twitch.tv slash dnd. Uh, but it will be out on Steam. You can check that out. It is a uh, adaptation of the board adventure system board game that our friends WizKids have created. Uh, you can play it in Steam. It's good as a single player tactical uh, playthrough of uh, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons. You can play some of the characters from uh, uh, that are featured in Tomb of Annihilation, like uh, Dragonbait, Artist Simber. Uh, there's Ashara, the uh, Arakokra. Arakokra. Uh, and I think there's actually another one in there. Uh, uh, there's a Tabaxi. You can play as a Tabaxi. Oh. Yeah. Drunky. Yeah, we got the poor one out for drunky chusus. Uh, there's also really cool jewelry that you can get. It's Han Cholo makes this jewelry. There's four different items on there. Really cool. There's a beholder pendant, a claw of Tiamat pendant, a D and D ampersand pendant, and the nine live stealer uh, bracelet cuff type thing. Ooh. You can check those out. Hancholo.com. It's under the officially licensed tab. And uh, I w- would be really great if you were wearing it right now, but you're not. I. Didn't know. We're just gonna say why that. Why don't I? Why don't we just say that's a beholder on your on your necklace? Maybe it's a ampersand type Could thing. Be. 
It looks like something from like one of the factions. It like, looks like maybe. that, or it could be the logo of the Mugatu from the Zoolander. It could be a goatee. It could be a goatee. <laughs> Do I look like Greg Tito? Well, one thing's for clear is we're not looking at your eyes when you put that down on your thing. So continue. Eyes up here. <laughs> nope. 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 Goatee down here. Goatee down here. <laughs> it's a go-to for your goatee. Uh, that is awesome. There's also the uh, Demogorgon jacket, which I wish I was wearing right oh, now. Oh, uh, yes. It's a black satin track jacket. Hey, and it's got. How did Bart Carroll get his hands on one of those? He took it. It's really nice. It's good. It's way too fashionable for, for us to be wearing. Well, I feel like way cooler. Like I should be like in the Cobra Kai dojo when I put it on. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's not like they guess those guys were cool or anything, but they they had a an aesthetic to them. Yeah. 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 Then I feel like I'm in because I'm in the you know in the club. Uh, there's also uh, the Dungeon Master screen reincarnated is out, as well as Tomb of Annihilation dice. Not to mention, uh, uh, Gale Force Nine has these awesome I know, I Tomb just saw that. of Annihilation DM screens, and the D and D Adventure Grid yeah. uh, uh, is also available for your gaming pleasure. That's pretty cool. I feel like I should talk to you guys about uh, Force Gray. Uh, escape the uh, survive the tomb. Force Grace survive the tomb is going to be on November eighteenth at three p.m. Pacific time. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're listening to this, you may not. I'm not sure if the timing is going to be right, but at the very least, it's going to conclude uh, the episode of a uh, uh, Force Gray. Joe Manganiello, Deborah Ann Wall, uh, Matt Mercer is going to be dungeon mastering hot off his wedding. He's going to. Not be going on a honeymoon. He'll be going to to Brooklyn, New York, it to Dungeon like Master for this. For it could be a honeymoon. I guess so. It's, yeah. it, depending on what happens to the player characters. Yeah. It could be nice. Yeah. Um, uh, Utkarsh and Budkar, uh, as well as Dylan Sprouse, will also be there. And we're thinking about adding a new person. We're not sure who it is going to be. It might be uh, someone from previous seasons or shows, or some new blood in Force Gray. We don't Whoa. know yet. Uh, but it's going to be pretty exciting. That's Those of you big. in the New York area, if you're there, you'll be able to buy tickets to see these fine folks play the Dungeons and the Dragons uh, November 18th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Not okay. Pacific time. All Eastern right. time in Brooklyn, New York. Is that a Saturday or Sunday? It's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. It's also, you'll be there for, you'll be going to pack some plug to that I time. I will. I'll be in Philadelphia. You'll be. Just across the waters. Motown Philly back again. <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> you gonna, freedom. Yeah. You're going to have a, a cheesesteak. Uh, maybe just the cheese. I don't think that's the same. <laughs> yeah, you can't give up being a vegetarian for a Philly cheesesteak, right? Mm. Mm. No. Yeah. Remember Steakums? I do. <laughs> <laughs> they were, that's probably half the reason why you became a vegetarian, isn't it? Because my mom fed me things like Steakums. Yeah, steak ums. That's what people don't realize is that it's it was, it was supposed <laughs> it was supposed to be like mmm isn't this so good <laughs> steak um instead of what it really ended up being was like um, um steak I don't think it's steak uh, it's more like it's meat shreds, paper uh, yeah it was like meat paper meat paper shredded meat paper yeah but that's what Philly cheesesteaks are so made I out probably of probably technically could eat it because it's probably not really meat that's true you think about it that way yeah yeah like, like bacon bits not no, really bacon. not really it's just bacon flavored juices. Right. Yeah. Just a little crunchy. That's good stuff. Pellets. All right. Uh, there's always lots of fun stuff going on uh, in salads, like bacon bits, yep. uh, as well as yep. uh, 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 chickens. Uh, or just, uh, you know, on the uh, Twitch channel. Please subscribe and uh, uh, get some of the fun emotes. We're like we're ca- bacon bits. We're like bacon bits. You can... 
I don't know if you know this, but you can go to other channels if you're a subscriber of this channel and go on other channels and drop our emotes in there. So there should be green flames blowing up uh, <laughs> everywhere as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's only $4.99. You can subscribe to Twitch. You get our fun emotes. You get our badges. You get no ads. Uh, we should be rolling more pre-ads in here uh, when it's happening. But you're you get that for like this. an ad. Though. I'm kind of. I'm kind of like Bob the ad. Yeah. But I'm more like. But. But. Still, it's still like. But it's all stuff you want to hear about, right? Good stuff. Right. All right. Well, I think we're done. Uh, let's get to one of those fun segments uh, and learn about some lore and or uh, have Jeremy talk to me about some social advice. Okay. All right. Welcome to Lore You Should Know. The segment where we take little bits of Dungeons and Dragons lore, take them out on a shelf, bang them with a hammer, talk about them, and uh, let them into the small pieces that you can infect into your own campaign as, uh, you know, based in the Forgotten Realms or just based in Dungeons and Dragons in general. Uh, and I am joined by... Hello, I'm Matt Cernet. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Pretty good. No Chris Perkins today because he's recovering from... The things happening this weekend, I'm not sure. I don't have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but he is here in spirit. Uh, in fact, he's wearing the socks uh, that are on display here in front of us. There are socks. There are socks. Isn't that cool? Uh, but today we're going to talk about the Shadowfell and or the Upside Down and or that idea of another shadowy version of our realm uh, and how that has ties to old school Dungeons and Dragons as well as folklore as well as uh, Stranger Things uh, season one at the very least um, because we got season two coming very soon uh, and we thought we might have some some questions about all that. We have not seen season two so we don't know exactly what's in it or not uh, but just kind of based on what's going on in the uh, the story of the of the to be continued and all the trailers that we've seen it looks like they're going to explore some of those ideas again yeah, so probably get back there a little bit yeah i know what happened to beth was beth right beth or barb 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 barb, barb. sorry yeah wait no barb's dead uh, <laughs> wait no Right. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Stranger Things is a show on Netflix. came out last year in the summertime, and there's a new season dropping very soon on the Netflix as well. Uh, so The Shadowfell uh, mm-hmm. wasn't always called The Shadowfell. No. No, it was originally The Plane of Shadow. So, uh, and I was just trying to figure out what kind of the first reference for it is, and... Um, I'm sure it was probably someplace else, but the one that I'm picking up right now is uh, the original first edition, Deities and Demigods, explains mm-hmm. the, the Plane of Shadow. And it explains it as very much like it still is now. Um, a, a, it coexists with the Prime Material Plane, um, and it's sort of this, this uh, result of the interaction between the positive and negative Material Planes with the Material Plane, and... Um, so there, there was at one point in sort of opposition to the plane of shadow, a plane of radiance, I believe that was um, a little different, or entirely different. But positive energy plane, plane of radiance, these things have all gotten kind of conflated over time. But right. the plane of shadow is uh, sort of a, a different, darker place. Um, was it always like a complete, like a mirror version of the material world? Yes and no. I mean, it's a coexistent place, and uh, and so that that sort of has the the implication there. Um, but that idea kind of didn't really come to fruition. I don't think until um, more or less fourth edition. It was mm. kind of there in third for some things, 
Um, right, because there were a lot of shadow creatures yeah, in third. Yeah, that, the, the Nether Nether East. We talked about them at a yeah. different time. They went to the plane of shadow for our time. Oh right, right, right. Um, so the 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 idea of it being sort of a, a coexistent and a mirror plane um, really comes to the fore with the the Feywild and so on in fourth edition, where they became kind of on opposite sides of the material plane, as opposed to sort of you know plane of radiance or positive energy or something like that. Right, right. Um, and the kids in the Stranger Things show, uh, they talk about the veil of shadow in a – it was a very uh, iconic moment for me where he's got this printed out article that had three hole punched in it and he was in a binder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like an article that you would find in, in the Dragon or Dungeon magazines of the 80s. Right, yeah. And as far as I know, that's that's made up for the show um, as opposed to something that was – It's apocryphal. Yeah. That, that's, that is, that's, where, <laughs> that's the technical term for canon. it. Canon. Yeah, it is not canon. Uh, but it was close enough to ideas that were in Dungeons & Dragons that it felt very uh, real Yeah, in the storytelling. Yeah. And, you know, with, with D&D and, and the Plane of Shadow, um, it, it was just kind of this – extra space where weird stuff came from like shadow mastiffs and so on uh and uh like the original i think it's fiend folio or monster manual 2 talks about the plane of shadow that i think came out after deities and demigods i'd have to check to be sure right uh and um and then again second edition there are some adventures from planescape and so on that touch on it um setting boxes and so on that touch on it but it's not really until say third edition where um, there was the reemergence of the Netherese that it kind of got more focus. And it was still called the Plane of Shadow then, not the Shadowfell. It wasn't okay. until 4th edition that it was renamed the Shadowfell. Um, what was the reasoning behind that? So I think there was just the the idea that um, Plane of blah, blah, blah was just in 2nd edition and 3rd edition was just kind of getting a little tired. Oh, and okay. so there was, and there was a whole reorganization of the whole cosmology with 4th edition where basically the Great Wheel cosmology with all of its, you know, various named planes and stuff like that kind of got chucked and it was replaced with uh, the 4th edition cosmology. And so... Uh, they a lot of places were renamed along with that mm-hmm. that effort. Um, there was sort of a, a sense that uh, the way that the planes were organized in second and third and first edition uh, was sort of um, too nonsensical and too sort of game based. Like it was, it was based on the alignments and the sort of shades of the alignment and all that kind of thing. That's the great wheel of all the different planes. Yeah, uh, and then like there was the elemental plane of this, the para-elemental plane of this, the pseudo-elemental plane of this, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, as soon as you get into, like, you know, the, the infinite planes of salt, <laughs> it starts to get a little silly. Oh, man, but being on the infinite plane of salt is terrible. You <laughs> yeah. get dry immediately. I was reading about that in the Planescape setting the other day. Yeah, so, you know, it, so, like, it got a bit silly, and so then I think that with 4th edition, as in many things in 4th edition, um, there was a bit of a, a over... Uh, correction for oh I see so like something you would get behind but then you're like okay now you've gone too far yeah, it's, it's yeah. the sacred cows have kind of uh, we've lost this, the sacred cows yeah. we made hamburger we're eating them right now mm, <laughs> delicious mm, um, well, we made the steak from the hamburger oh I don't know yeah. this metaphor is going nowhere uh, so the, with the shadow fell uh, uh, and or you know the plane of shadow uh, what were the the defining features about it that it was that it was 
very much like ours, but tinted with with darkness. Yes, and that's the basic idea. Um, we're we're developing uh, more along those lines for a future product where we'll we'll get a bit more. Um, where we'll focus in on that a bit more. I'm I'm not really revealing any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> there are things in work. Yeah, in process. Well, so with with Volo's guy, there was sort of a sub theme of of Fae and the Feywild and how um, they're kind of like these emotional beings and stuff like that. And we're taking a similar tact uh, for a future product um, where, you know, the, the the idea essentially is that the Shadowfell is a place um, that in keeping with how uh, sort of Ravenloft is used and how um, we've put kind of Ravenloft in the realm of the Shadowfell with 4th edition and now sort of with 5th, that it's a place that traps people in negative emotions. Mm. So it doesn't heighten emotions like the Feywild. It traps you negative. So, so uh, Strahd is trapped in Ravenloft in this weird world that's sort of concocted just to keep him kind of in the stasis point of misery. Right. Um, and, and the way that it's like, it's like a bubble within the Shadowfell. So it's, it's, right. it's not necessarily uh, uh, of the Shadowfell, but it's got the exact same properties within right. it and it's at its own little discrete world. And you know, it's it's protected by the mists of Ravenloft and so on and so forth. Right. Uh, and other elements of Ravenloft uh, for a long time, various settings in Ravenloft have had a similar idea where characters are kind of trapped there by these negative emotions. We talked, I think, with, uh, last time with about uh, Vecna and Kaas, right. and that's a similar situation. Oh, okay. So we're taking, we're kind of like bringing that across the whole plane and making it into this place that sort of traps things and people with negative emotions. Now, similar to the plot of the first season of Stranger Things, you know, can something from the Shadowfell come to our plane or, you know, the plane of the Forgotten Realms or wherever you're setting your, your can and, and pull things into it? Is that... Yeah, so um, there are... As with the Feywild, there are places, there are sort of border realms that are where the boundaries between the planes are weak. Oh, I see. And so things can kind of cross over. Uh, you know, in the um, the with the Feywild, it, it, it's associated with things like fairy rings or fairy mounds or um, you know maybe a particular phase of the moon and you know or you see a rainbow by this waterfall and there's a gateway opens or something like that. Yeah. Um, with the Shadowfell, it might be more like. Uh, you know, the plane or someone in it is actively opening up places where mm. people are miserable or there's a tragic story being told and so on and so forth and basically trapping people in the moment of their, their misery I into see. the world. All so. right, people who are, uh, you know, if there's, you're right, so if there's a, a tragedy or something that's happened and that kind of yeah. creates a hole into the to the shadow fell or something like that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the exact, like, you know where it's weakest. Like uh, we've typically had it just sort of associated with dark places. But that's a bit weird because then it's like all of the underdark is. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you close your closet, suddenly it's a doorway to the shadowfield. No, it needs to be something that's emotionally resonant. You know. So but, things like yeah. like graveyards. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, like can you know, be sure. Yeah. Right. Or uh, uh, bogs or swamps. That kind yeah, of thing. Or, or or you know you know maybe it's that um, that tree on the hill where people get hung all the time. Right. right? You know. Oh, and oh, that tree. <laughs> 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 um, you know that the maybe there's there's that that moment where uh, you know they're they're about to whatever um, burn the murderer at the stake or something like that, and he's decrying all the townspeople about X, Y, and Z. And there's an eclipse, and all of a sudden he's gone, and he's he's off into the Shadowfell, and he's doing his weird thing there. Interesting. So. All right, cool. Uh, do you do if you were going to set a campaign that was, you know, had had to deal with with these things, is that 
you know, I mean, we've already kind of done a few examples, but I feel like that's what you would do, right? Like, you yeah, would, yeah, and, and I think it's, um, you know, we'll we'll see some some things as as we go that are more associated with the Shadowfell as as time goes on, and we'll see more examples. Um, I don't know that we'll we'll see something like Ravenloft anytime soon, but you never know. Um, what about a character that's like the uh, uh, like Eleven in Stranger Things that has somehow has a power both in, yeah, bo- in both worlds? There's there's lots of options there in the the canon of the game. Um, there are creatures called um, uh, Shatter Kai, which are associated with the, the, the Feywild, or not the Feywild, the, um, the Shadowfell. Shadowfell. Uh, they have been, haven't been, depending upon the edition, treated in different ways, and so it's a, they're, they're a little... Uh, um, it depends on what edition you look at, what they're like. Okay. Um, and then there's also, uh, with the Netherese, the idea of shades. Um, these are the people of Netheril who have lived there and mm-hmm. um, become sort of imbued with shadow stuff and shadow magic. Okay. Um, and there's... And they uh, could have some kind of power Yeah, and they, they have have um, sort of that that kind of uh, they have shadow related abilities and stuff like that. Um, what about like the uh, there's a subclass I think in Xanathar's Guide called the Horizon Walker. That's kind of like a uh, a, a ranger who is okay with traveling through the plains. Is that something that's that that's a really interesting idea? I hadn't thought of that one. That's a really creepy ranger. Yeah, <laughs> right. A ranger who's able to like oh that's his, yeah. his favorite ground is in the Shadowfell. That's that's. Ooh, dark. Yeah, <laughs> right. And now I want to play as that as that character, yeah, or like yeah. maybe one of your one of your player characters is that character, and you learn you know slowly over time that he actually has or she actually has power. Yeah, and I, I mean, if you want to play a character that that um, sort of has that dark side or or has that dark backstory or something like that, I think the Shadowfell is a great way to kind of build up that idea. You know, there's the idea in, in mythology of changelings. You know, in the sense of um, you know the in the in the case of most mythology, it's uh, it's like an elf realm or something like fairies or something like that. I've replaced your child with a changeling, right? Um, and you know, with the Feywild, you know, maybe it is like uh, you know, are you a, a Kal-el that who's escaped some dark realm of the Shadowfell, who's, who's sort of been, you know, kind of like pushed out into the world by your parents, or, right? And then if you come to our, our, you know, whatever plane that the campaign takes place on, that like that they have some power because they're an right. alien in that in that plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that, that's some, some fascinating ideas. You could totally play with that. Yeah, I like that too. And I like also just you know the straight up kind of. You know, a story of like, oh, you know, someone's been abducted and taken into the Shadowfell, and we have to go into them to rescue them. Yeah, you know, like that is got some really great hooks on it, especially if there's an NPC or a a, 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 a player character that ha- you know, people uh, are attached to. You know, what better motivation is there? Right, and there's um, there's also the idea of uh, the Revenant. I think that was in Volo's guide, mm-hmm. and um, you know, they're uh, an undead who's sort of trapped by a sense of revenge. And so there's unfinished business there. There's some sort of tragedy, you know, that's you know, something that you could loop into the Shadowfell and yeah. kind of build a story off of. Uh, as far as, like... Are the, are the undead, like, basically shadow creatures? Is there is there a distinction between regular undead and shadow undead? Yeah, I mean, the undead have... Um, a, they're more sort of... Hmm, Sorry, big guns, question. lots of guns, Lorf. <laughs> You're like, what am I talking about? What am I talking about? <laughs> so, so there's different undead, and they have different um, sort of resources of power, essentially. But most undead are more associated with the negative energy plane, right? Uh, but there are undead associated with the Shadowfell more so than other places, and certainly there are undead in the 
Shadowfell and and so on. But there are also plenty of living creatures in the Shadowfell, mm-hmm. like Shadow Mastiffs and stuff like that. Um, a Yeth Hounds, I think, maybe are from the Shadowfell. I'd have to double check that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there, uh, you know, so th- there are other living things there. It's not like the in Stranger Things where. Like there's strange fungal monsters and alien stuff like that. Right. Um, that's more, I guess, in Dini that would be more like the far realm. Uh, but yes, uh, right. You know the the sort of sense that um, when you go there, you're sort of infected with this uh, unease and dread, and you know you can become trapped in your own thoughts, and you you can kind of you know if you if you stay in the shadowfell too long, you might sort of play out tragedies of your own past, you know, mm. in, in your thoughts and deeds and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a, it's a dark place. And it is definitely like ripe with fantasy horror tropes. Like you're, you're like, you know, you, 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 if you're going to play something that is the, into that horror kind of, you know, or more suspenseful type of campaign, there's so much to draw on with the Shadowfell. I mean, that, that it would have, you know, I mean, I don't know, it's dreams a part of it or like like negative dreams yeah. or scary well, dreams a part of it. And it's it's like, um, the way I think of it is that it's less, uh, it, it, there isn't necessarily a direct analog of everything in the world. So it's a mirror realm, but it's sort of this nightmare plane. So, you know, if you went to the Shadowfell, like, and somehow transported to the Shadowfell directly, from someplace in Waterdeep. Yeah. Would you encounter a Shadowfell version of Waterdeep? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's just like that one tavern that that has that some... That you recognize. Sp- that you recognize, that you have some connection with, and that has some meaningful, you know, nature to you. Um, you know, if you, like, so it's obviously in, in sort of fourth edition, it was just direct analog and... Um, there were some places in particular that had whole shadow realms, but then there are other places in fourth edition and I think in fifth now that we imagine that are entirely new realms. And so if you sort of have mapped directly over, you know, the mountain is just gone because there's this other location there or there's a city that isn't a city in the normal world and stuff like that. And so it's not directly analogous. Interesting. <clears throat> All right, cool. Um, anything else uh, for folks who are thinking about the Shadowfell and Stranger Things uh, as we wrap this up? Yeah, I, I mean, I think just, you know, go wild with it. Um, you know, if your players are up for it, uh, try and build a, a cool um, tragic hook with them, you know, and, and make it happen. So Yeah, right. That makes sense. I'm sorry, I was blocking some of the sound. that was coming <laughs> from other places. I don't think it was actually going to do anything. Uh, yeah, no, I, like I said, there's lots of ways to to be inspired uh, by Stranger Things and Dungeons and Dragons and the Shadowfell altogether. So I'd be curious to see if people have got uh, maybe something up on Dungeon Master Skill that kind of combines some of these uh, these ideas together. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you're you know playing with the Shadowfell with your players and stuff like that, I definitely would encourage um, you know trying to build that tragic relationship, tra- tragic story with the player, mm-hmm. um, because that aha moment in the campaign is going to be a lot more fun if. Um, you aren't springing on them all of a sudden, like, and it's your twin sister. (laughs) (laughs) She's been trapped in the shadow of hell this whole time and am I blowing your mind? You're like, no, (laughs) what? But right, if it was their idea, they're like, oh, I have this twin sister. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, for sure. That's true of any storytelling, but definitely for something like this. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, all right, cool. Well, if people want to give you uh, uh, some some more ideas and or ask you more questions about the Shadowfell, how can they get in touch with you? I'm at Cernet on Twitter, S-E-R-N-E-T-T. Cool. Uh, I'm at Greg Tito. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back with you with some more lore coming up soon. 
That was a really good segment. I really enjoyed that segment that, that we just was listened so to. Oh, good. I feel like I know more about like what the segment was talking about, but then also more about myself. Yeah, it was very self-reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. I want to affirm that a little bit more, but uh, we can't. We don't have time to. We have no. to get to our really? interview. Mm-hmm. We have to call up Will and Sid from Encounter Roleplay. Okay. Let's make it happen. Do it. Let's do it. Remember when Best. phones rang like that? No, that's why Skype rings. That's not how a phone rings. Back in the day? <sighs> Who had phones? <laughs> I couldn't afford them. Hi. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hi. Sorry. We're calling you a half hour late. We're terrible people. Yeah, we, we know. It's okay. Okay. Stop. <laughs> that was close. I thought I thought you guys were going to have to be, like, nice, but then I'm glad that you went right in for yeah. the kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage. Even the plane girl. <laughs> we got it. We Way got to it. do it. Uh, so thank you for calling in, uh, uh, Will Jones and Sid Shields. How are you guys doing? It's it's We're doing good. We're doing good. We're hanging out in Canada. We're streaming a bunch of Dungeons & Dragons. We're here talking to you guys. It's, it's all good. Nice. Yeah. How are you doing, Sydney? I'm doing really good. We uh, got to take a pizza break while you guys yeah. <laughs> made us wait a little See? bit, so I'm okay. Nice. And if you if we didn't make you wait, you would be hangry. And exactly. That wouldn't so be a good interview. for the best. We do that. <laughs> we we, we want to force you to take care of yourself. We're all about self care. Yes. We're on self care here on the Dragon. Dun, 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 dun. I don't even know what the name of the podcast is. What is it again? Dragon Talk. Dragon Talk. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> Uh, so you guys have been playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons for a, a long time. Uh, we always like to go back to the to the beginning to hear yeah. this, the story of how you began. So uh, uh, it doesn't matter which one of you start first, but tell us, yeah, how did you first get uh, introduced to the Dungeons and the Dragons? Well, first of all, I was I was introduced to the Dragons. Uh, the Dungeons actually came uh, a little while later, but it must have been uh, I think I was ten, ten or eleven. Wow. And it was fourth edition. Um, oh, so you're really old. I know. Yeah, like, geez. got it. So you're you're more than like pushing fifty. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, how old am I? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. No, fourth edition. So when fourth baby. edition came out, that's crazy we talk. Like, Sorry, we were already were like gray-haired wizards by the time. He <laughs> and now playing. we're just like decrepit old people, no. like rolling no. down the hill. Get off my podcast! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had no idea you just were able to drink. Wow, that's why he's in Canada because the drinking age. Is right, <laughs> that's yeah. why. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I'm still a teenager. <laughs> right. Well, are you serious? Yeah, I'm Do 19. We- do we need permission from your parents to talk to you on this? <laughs> we you did not get the permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can send them a letter. You're 19? Yeah. Oh. You used to be 19 once. I can't That sounded so sad. Yeah. That was, that was pure I, sadness. That was, yeah, we can 19, pretend she's I'm like, older. No, I'm trying so hard to grow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all right. No, oh, so sorry, cool. sorry to, de- to derail uh, your story there, Will. Go, go. When did you yeah, start? No, it, was, uh, it was just that, you know, I started playing with my parents. I started DMing when I was about 10 or 11 uh, with my uh, family who I uh, roped into playing games with me. And it all kind of uh, spiraled out of control from there to the, uh, you know, very un- unhealthy point where it is now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You play with your parents? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, my dad, he used to do sort of, uh, you know, war gaming and stuff like that. So I easily roped him into it. And then it was just a, a small matter of, uh, you know, guilting the rest of my family to spend time with me. So uh, that worked out quite well for me. That's pretty good. Are you the youngest? I am. Yeah. 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 yeah that works. I, I could. I could tell. 
Yeah, that was that was me. That was the way to an- annoy oh my, my my older brothers uh, uh, and and uh, parents to, to please me. come on. Oh. Yeah, they mostly said yeah. no though, so it's why I went more into <laughs> to video games. <laughs> Uh, so that's super cool. What did you? Were you the dungeon master or? Uh, I was, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been cool. uh, been DMing since age <laughs> ten or so and stuck there. So uh, yeah, it's been. Um, I got a, got a bit of experience from DMing for parents, and <laughs> now uh, now it's Twitch. You know, so it's, it's quite similar in that way. It is. That is true. Uh, what What about you, Sydney? When did you start playing? Um. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, I started playing games, uh, not specifically D and D, but um, just general RPGs with my grandma when I was really young, <laughs> like five or six. Aww. Me and my uh, grandma Kathy would like throw down on Friday nights together. That's uh, awesome. Like, what kind of games were you playing with Grandma Kathy? Um, well, she would just like make up stuff that I could like um, follow along with at such a young age, and then when I got older. Um, we got into fourth edition, and I started bringing like my best friends uh, Joey and Noah over to my house to play. And then one time we were playing in my kitchen, and my dad walked over and he was like, "Is this Dungeons and Dragons?" <laughs> and we looked up and we were like, "Uh, yeah." Like, how did you know? And he like started to walk away oh. and turned back, grabbed a whiskey, and was like, "You need to get out while you can." <laughs> and he said, "One night I started off true neutral." <gasps> I ended up Red Dragon <laughs> and like walked away and has never talked to me about it since. Oh my what? god! Come on! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that like he sat down and then he no. like started You've playing, been playing with you ever since. No, my mom was like, "When did you play Dungeons and Dragons?" And he was like, "Back in the '90s." And she was like, "We were married in the '90s." <laughs> I don't know you at all. We were the other woman you played with, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So he said he started out true neutral. And then he went to Red Dragon? Dragon? What does that yes. mean? I have no idea. It was a natural progression. I don't know. <laughs> when you think about it, it makes no sense. I know. <laughs> maybe he was, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was the drinking that had Is to do he... with it. The whiskey was. <laughs> the whiskey I, I like that he grabbed roll. a whiskey and was like, let me tell you about that term. true <laughs> neutral. <laughs> Is this Grandma Kathy's son? Is that. No, no, uh, this is. Uh, on the other side. On the other side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, was Grandma Kathy like 29 years old? I know. That's <laughs> my picture. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm fairly certain Grandma Kathy and I are probably in the same age <laughs> In fact, I am Grandma Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> and she's here tonight. It's she's here. Really this is, this is, this is your life. <laughs> you guys don't even get that reference. That's I know. <laughs> Oh well, my gosh! So that's so cool. So when did you start? Will when did you start uh, yeah. uh, 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 broadcasting on Twitch your your play? Yeah, yeah. Uh, must have been about uh, well over two years ago. Now we started doing encounter role play. Uh, just about four of us from England that we, we played home games together. Uh, I ended up meeting Sydney through uh, doing the Twitch streaming, um, playing D and D together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just sort of you know spiraled out of control from there it's now the day job um so it's yeah it's it's super exciting it feels like we've been doing it a lot longer than we actually have but then i guess our lifespan has been so very short (laughs) Uh, you see now you're picking up what we're putting down just wait until you get older you want to talk about time flying uh but two years ago it actually does feel like it was you know not common right it wasn't at you know there were were a few of the bigger names out there i mean uh it me jp was doing it and and critical role had just kind of started up but it was not as ubiquitous as it is now. 
That's that's very true, yeah. And it's been great to see the the explosion on Twitch uh, with new D and D streamers coming up all the time. And I'm like, oh, you young whippersnappers! That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're the old veteran now. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the old yeah. grizzled veteran who's lived through many a Twitch glitch in his day. Oh, oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a trigger. Yeah. So really, what do you credit this? success too because you said you kind of gloss over that but you were playing and then broadcasting and then now all of a sudden it's the day job but what 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 is in between because there's probably a lot of people who are playing D&D right. maybe broadcasting it but it's they don't they're not making a living doing it right What's right the yeah secret it, uh twitch is a is a war of attrition um <laughs> it's this long grind which is nonetheless very enjoyable but it was um, something like 20, 24-hour D&D streams that we did. Uh, I streamed pretty much every day, six hours, um, round the clock, no sleep, Whoa. no drink, just streaming pretty much. <laughs> and, you know, that <laughs> sounds super sad, but it's like, it was, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It was the best and, time uh, of your life. Yeah, right? You know, I'll look back on the golden days and I had all this energy. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, a combination of great people uh, on the team or working really hard just around the clock, really. I think. So it sounded like uh, uh, you, you moved over from the from from London, or was it just the UK in general? Uh, I've been I've been all over. Yeah, um, that's kind of my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sydney is uh, from America. I'm from uh, yeah, just outside of London. Uh, we've lived in America and Georgia for a while. We went back to England. Now we're in Canada. We'll probably be back in England um, in the New Year. So yeah. we we kind of bounce around, you know. You did the right thing by getting out of America, I think, when you did. Yeah. <laughs> Every American's told me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing American. if you didn't plan it that way. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so we're, uh, we're, we, go, we go where the winds of uh, fate take us, yeah. I guess. That's nice. <laughs> that makes sense. And, yeah. and Sydney, were you, were you in the, the Georgia area? Did I detect a, a southern twang I to your, your accent? Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm from, I'm from South Georgia in the Okefenokee Swamp. Ooh. Ooh. That's, that sounds very D&D. I know. It does sound it, very yeah, D&D. It is. That's where all those the red red dragons. Were you going to say rednecks? No. <laughs> red, red, what, red dragons. What did your dad say? The red he turned oh, yeah. red dragon? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he was talking Maybe. about. I don't know. To this day we I don't, don't really know. We you know what we're going to have to invite him to be on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what drew you to, uh, to uh, I guess, to Will and to, to playing uh, on, on the, yeah, the broadcast? Well, that's another story you glossed over. I want the details. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what do you see in this guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know he is the sexiest D&D uh, uh, player alive. He's got a great accent. According to his, uh, uh, the, the image that he's got on our website. I hate, right. I hate and, and it's actually right next to this Twitch stream right now, right? There you go. Yeah. Um. Well, in uh, my home group, uh, our DM wrote this module for the DMs Guild, and he had us all play test it. And then Will found the module uh, like two years ago and decided yeah. he wanted to interview all of us on like how it was written, how it was play tested, what we changed before it was put on the DMs Guild, and all of those things. And so then, um, yeah, I guess the interview just went really well. <laughs> and so <laughs> then he messaged me. And then, like two weeks later, we started dating, and here we are. No. So it was, it was the Dungeons and Dragons that did yeah. it. it. Yeah, it was definitely the the D and D. What can I say? It's all that power. I'm a I'm a simple gal with simple needs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Grandma Kathy would be proud. <laughs> she is. <laughs> you, are you still playing D&D with Grandma Kathy? Yeah, um, we play with me and her and my mom and my little 10-year-old cousin, Tyson, around our kitchen table whenever I'm actually home. No way. That is so cute. I love that. Yeah. It's, like, really crazy to me that Tyson, who's, um, you know, a boy, is learning everything about D&D from me, my grandma, and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> that is super cool. It is cool. Yeah. Who's the DM in that group? Is it your grandma? No, it's me. Oh, it's, it's you. Uh, me this time. <laughs> what kind of character does still. Grandma play? I don't know why I'm obsessed. With no, her. I am too. I want to know more. Tell me more about she, Grandma. She um, she plays a wood elf ranger named Anna. Oh. Um, and then Tyson is a dragonborn warlock named Ren. And my mom plays I don't even remember a human cleric I think named Clara. Clara the cleric. <laughs> She's not, like, as into it, but she has fun. <laughs> Let's go. Someone's got to be the cleric. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Mom. Good on you and playing with your family and making it uh, a, a thing. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they love it. Yeah. I'm, uh, we, we, we talk about it all the time about when we're going to introduce it to our – I have a six-year-old. Uh, She's uh, so ready. She'd be so into ready. it. But now I'm, the more I think about it now, the four-year-old would, like, detract from it, I think. Like, I want them to both be, like, as into it at the same time yeah. as possible. Edna's going to be the DM, though. Yeah, yeah, she so is. So you just get her started, and then she can DM for Fiona. That's actually a really good idea. I like that. I think she needs. Yeah. you need to spend some special time with her first. <laughs> I know, right? I was, <laughs> I was going through the Tomb of Annihilation at home, and they were like, Fiona, Fiona was actually the one who'd be like, is this a bad guy? Is this a bad guy? <laughs> Tell me more about the snake She's, girl. There's like a, there's like that image with the snake, uh, oh, uh, uh, Yuan-Ti. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she likes the villains. She does like the bad guys. Yeah, she really does. She'll like uh, we, the trail um, of Baldur's Gate. We have this uh, podcast that uh, I run through the Encounter Roleplay Network called Wonder Quest, and um, it uh, features an all-female cast, and we recently got a lot of tweets about like how fathers mm. are listening to it with their daughters to no like way. get them into D&D, and it's so Very cute. Sweet, yeah. That is really cool. That is cool. Now I'm going to put that on my rotation. Oh, cool. Yeah, that um, <laughs> Allison Robinson is on it. I know you two are... Um, like Twitter friends, but, yeah, Twitter friends, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun with that, especially knowing like kind of what it's doing in the community, yeah, especially yeah. with families. Yeah, that's cool. I keep trying to get them into the art and uh, uh, getting them in that way, so that once they once they start playing, they have like that frame of reference. I think that's the way to yeah. do it too. Yeah, definitely. And then listening to it as well ha- helps. So, once we go on another like long car ride or something like that, that'll be perfect. We'll throw that on. I mean, other than Dragon Talk. We always, we always have Dragon Talk. Cause <laughs> always have to Yeah, you have yeah. to. I mean. Because Fiona needs to ask I'll be like, this girl who on the thing is only 13 years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> she's your age. And she's playing. She's Look a teenager. She's you talk about wanting to be a teenager all the time. You probably really are a, probably a really good role model for these young up-and-coming D&D females. Because they don't want to listen to an old lady like me. Thunders <laughs> <laughs> and Dragons is really good for you, kids. Everything I learned, <laughs> I learned from the D and the D. They want like a nice young 19-year-old. Yeah. yeah. It's an aspirational thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's Thank aspiring you. to be on the other <laughs> side of the hill. <laughs> We sell ourselves short here on the, the, the Dragon Talk podcast. <laughs> Low oh expectations. Uh, so, yeah, talk a little bit more about the, the Encounter Roleplay Network because that kind of yeah. – and then we can get to, to learn by play because I want to really make sure mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know folks know all about that. 
Yeah. Um, well, we're running we're running a lot of shows at the moment, um, as, we, as we always do. We've got the WonderQuest podcast, as Sidney mentioned, and um, I also DM a podcast called Turn Cloaks, um, which is a lot more grim, dark, dark fantasy, um, which is uh, which is weekly and um, a lot of fun. Uh, although there's a lot of lot of tears. Yeah, <laughs> tears maybe not tears. the best way to get your daughter. No, into, don't. Into, no. Into, That's a bad. <laughs> what idea. are all the tears uh, from? Um, well, it gets pretty emotional at yeah. times, you know. Oh. Um, we've uh, we play this really big guy uh, in terms of he's built, yeah. uh, and then tall score who's on the Learn by Play show, uh, always wearing a Jocks uh, Machina shirt. Yeah. Uh, and you know he's uh, and he's breaking down in front of us, and I'm like, oh no, what have I what have I done? <laughs> what have Broken I done? Him. Oh. Um, so it's uh, yeah, we we go to we go to some some deep emotional places on yeah. Netflix, I guess. Wow. Um, but yeah, we run, um, we're live on Twitch pretty much every day, um, mm-hmm. playing a variety of different D&D games, um, play a couple of other RPGs as well, you know, occasionally a bit of Call of Cthulhu, um, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, a lot of I, people I, dig that for the, for the storytelling mechanics, yeah, yeah, the mechanics yeah. of that. That's it. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a website as well. Uh, there's a daily article on that that we're <clears throat> overseeing most of the time or, and getting written by a wonderful team, and we've got a webcomic coming out uh, wow. later this uh, on Halloween. In fact, it launches called "I Necromancer," uh, which will be <laughs> a, a weekly little webcomic. So there's a, it's a lot of kind of tabletop RPG media as well as the the Twitch shows and the podcasts and everything like and that. And then the YouTube channel with YouTube like channel, yeah. random D and D skit things. And yeah, just... yeah. So it's um, it's it's pretty hectic at the moment. Yeah. Say, really, yeah. Yeah, you but have kind of made it like this full. Uh, menu of of wherever you wanted to get you know from web pages right. to podcasts to live streams to short comedic videos. It sounds like you're basically creating yeah. uh, you know your own media empire. That's what they call it, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the plan, that's, right? That's what <laughs> you're doing. So you're role playing as this evil bard who's trying to control us <laughs> through media. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's the name of the game. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the game. Just like. <laughs> You, Mr. Tito. Shh, shut up. That's not. <laughs> that's not keep it. Roll, roll deception. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. And I, it's, it's, it. I, I've been hearing about it for like the last, you know, I don't know. I feel like year. I guess when you started up uh, years yeah. ago, when I, you know, I only I've been here at Dungeons and Dragons for like two and a half years. So since yeah. I was there, I kept hearing encounter roleplay, encounter roleplay, encounter roleplay, and it was awesome <laughs> to be able to. Uh, work with, well, A, talk to you on this, but then B, yeah. work with you for the podcast of Annihilation. You guys did that yes. awesome episode uh, uh, for us in September uh, for the Dungeon yeah. Dove mm-hmm. uh, RSS feed. That was amazing. Uh, Thanks. Uh, really good stuff. Um, and then you guys guessed it on a few of other ones, too. Didn't I hear your voice on, uh, uh, was it? Yeah, we, uh, Taking we were on the, yeah. You Meet in a Tavern yeah. uh, podcast and the DMs group one. Uh, that was That was done. Yeah, so we... We, we we like to hang out with some uh, some other friends in the D and D community, and uh, it, the podcast of Annihilation was was so much fun, you know, because um, yeah. because I work so much in the Twitch kind of sphere of things, I don't often get to hang out with the the podcasters who I listen to, but don't actually get the chance to meet and play with a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to get to meet some of those guys uh, and uh, and play some games with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Um, so, so how do you curate the programming for Twitch? Like, is there a particular shows that you're looking for? Or do you see, like, you know, not a lot of people are doing this X type of thing. I'm going to let's try to put together a group to fulfill that need. Yeah, yeah. We've um, 
we try and see what other folks are doing and uh, either, you know, do something a little bit different, um, which is where the Learn by Play thing came from. We, uh, we've been running a show which is the, the beginners play D&D um, for a, a probably about six, six months or so. And um, that's basically, I find, new D&D players, people who haven't played 5th edition or any D&D before, I DM for them and I kind of show this process, which is, um, you know, if you are a beginning uh, D&D player, how on earth do you become a, I don't know, like a role player or yeah. how do you become an expert or, you know, um, so, um, so how yeah. How do you get better, right? Like, how do you just improve really and introduce yeah. new stuff to, yeah. your, to your game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, at times, you know, in the past when we start out of session one, it's like super awkward. But like, yeah, it, I kind of like that about the show because it's it's real in that sense, you know, because when I have sat down at session ones with people, it's been a little awkward pauses and no one quite knows if they should role play or whatnot. And yeah. uh, and I think that's been that's been helpful. And uh, yeah, we try and do different bits of shows, really. Um, you know, you've got your standard fair, your let's play a high fantasy D&D 5e campaign in the Forgotten Realms, you know, which is which is great. Uh, and then you've got the, uh, you know, the dark horror of Call of Cthulhu, which yeah. um, there isn't too much on on Twitch at the moment. So um, yeah. yeah, we we enjoy doing. Little it bits kinda, of it goes all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the the great thing about the yeah. network as well. We can do Wonder Quest, which is quite lighthearted. We can do Turn Cloaks, which is super dark fantasy. So it's it helps me as well because you know having playing so much D and D seven days a week for two years, you you need some variety. Else, I will yeah. go mad. You know. <laughs> Right, just I mean, can't do the same. I already have. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. That's a lot of D&D. That's a lot of the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, the Learn by Play uh, that we've been doing on Saturdays uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific time uh, here on the D&D Twitch channel. Um, I, I love that idea because you are uh, stopping and talking to the audience about um, – what the, deci- the decisions that you made while dungeon mastering, which I think is tantamount to being able to learn de- or, and teach people how to how to dungeon master. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things that we always talk about here is like that's the inhibitor to mm-hmm. more groups um, being formed is 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 more yeah. dungeon masters out there. And I think live play in general has helped because people can be like, oh, you know, uh, Will did this way or or, or Matt Mercer mm-hmm. does it that way, and I can uh, uh, pick and choose you know tactics and or you know voices even yeah. like from those people but just actually talking about why you did the certain things that you did uh has got to be really enlightening for folks right yeah I, it's something you should say actually because when i we just had an interview with matt sometime last year which was yeah. when the idea for the show came about mm. uh we were talking about how there's this perception that you you know if i watch critical role and i see matt dming like wow he's so good how on earth do I get to that level where he is, you know, where, where, you know, how fluid his, his uh, DMing is. And so the, the idea was born there where I thought, what if we did a show where not only is it just a kind of like a Q&A sort of roundtable sort of show, which I found useful, but um, we came to a point where we were doing these weekly roundtable Q&A sessions, answering people's questions in chat. Um, but it came to the point where telling felt like we weren't really doing enough to get across similar techniques that we actually do. So I wanted to uh, come up with a format of a show which was, okay, how do I tell people but also show them as well the next second, you know, okay, guys, I'm going to run this encounter in in this such way uh, and then actually go and do the encounter. Mm. Um, so, um, so yeah, that was that was how that kind of idea came about. And I, based on the feedback that we've had so far from people who've been watching the show, um, I'd like to think it's, it's doing well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people seem to be enjoying that that format. So I'm, I'm really happy about that, actually, yeah. 
Yeah, because, I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, some, I mean, it depends on the style of the dungeon master, but like 90% of what is going to happen in a session is made up on the spot. Right. <laughs> right. Like you don't even know. Like people are like, oh, you know, X person is so good or this, you know, this right. was amazing. But it, most of it just comes from trusting improvisation and the yeah. uh, ability for hu- the human mind to create stories from details that don't necessarily fit together, you know, and like right. the players are all invested in wanting to come up with the story. So even if it's something that's crazy or far fetched. That is just some random thought that you had. It's like nice to just be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. that's okay," and run with it, and and let the 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 work go to your players a little bit on the world building of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, we hand over to the players to explain some of what um, they're thinking, what they're doing yeah. as well. And that's where you know Sydney and yeah. the other players will come in on that show. So, how's that been from 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 your end as a player there, Sydney? I mean, it's been really interesting. Um, I was really excited to do this, especially after, you know, we have done beginners play for so long and we've like seen the results of that with Mm. people, you know, saying I'm so much more confident now. I like to do voices now. I really like Mm. to do backstories, like all of these things. So it was really fun to like show people how to really get into that character, how to appreciate that character, how to want to always play that character and all of those things and how to keep your character alive because you like them so much. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's that's true because there's so many... Uh, you know, fan favorites of characters here on a D&D channel mm-hmm. or on Critical Role. And I feel like everyone wants that experience. Yeah. Um, but how do, you, how do you get to that point, mm-hmm. I guess? And that's, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, soon we're going to all be voice actors. Uh, and uh, <laughs> with cosplay. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Do you guys do cosplay? Are you a, a, a costume favorite <laughs> I want us to dress up as Velma and Shaggy for Halloween. Oh, I'm getting... cute. <laughs> Someone is having a little trouble getting on board. It's because I look like Shaggy, and I, I do the voice sometimes. I think that's why. Yeah. Now we have to <laughs> get you. We have to get you and, and, and Matthew Lillard in the same room. Yeah. So that you can have like, a Shaggy off. Because <laughs> he like doesn't look Shaggy. anything like Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He does. Does he look like Shaggy? Yeah. I don't think so. I, mean, I think I've seen that movie so many times that he just is going to look like him no um, matter what. See, I think Will looks more like him with really? the long hair and the, yeah. and the stubble mm-hmm. and the and the zoinks. <laughs> Too close to home. And he says zoinks all the time. <laughs> he said, you, <laughs> Will. And he's always eating like... Yeah, it's a real problem. Stop saying zoinks <laughs> on this. Sandwiches really that are like nine about. feet tall. <laughs> he's always got a box of Scooby so Stacks. Yeah. Scoops. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta work on my voice. My that voice. was not. That was not. You gotta get Matt to give you some uh, some pointers. Yeah. <laughs> it was. He. I. I feel like I, I mentioned this before, but like when he was here, he'd like recorded a uh, Aww, uh, yeah. a note to uh, to Quinn to yeah, Shelley's son. son, and he just like grabbed the phone and like transformed into that character. Yeah, it he, was very quick. Hi, Quinn. I yeah. hear you really love me. Wait, that, oh. that sounded like Sydney. Oh, now I'm talking like, that's my Sydney impression? <laughs> I'm your grandma Kathy. <laughs> we, Shelly, more than me, is an expert voice actor. Clearly. Clearly she's been... I did see three fields voice this morning. To, to great fanfare from your four-year-olds. He loved it. I'm not even going to tell you what he said. It's inappropriate. It was something about butts, I think, wasn't I mean, it? The other side. <laughs> <laughs> Raising them classy here. Put the P and C three P O. 
Oh my gosh! If Anthony Daniels hasn't said that at like a party at some point, seriously, <laughs> he can have it. All right, someone, someone know Anthony? Just let him know. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. That one's for you, buddy. Yep. yep. We made that up for you. Uh, so you you got learn by play going on for yep. for the the foreseeable future here on Saturdays. What is uh, going on in the future for Encounter Roleplay? What do you, you said you were moving? Perhaps uh, uh, your location. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be off to England, um, but yeah. I think uh, usual programming will uh, will resume. But we've got a big project which is coming up in uh, December. Yeah, we just finished up our uh, first Kickstarter yeah. and delivered that uh, yesterday. Yeah, we, wow. we delivered a uh, first Kickstarter we ever did, uh, um, which was in June. Yeah, finished end of June. Uh, which the the Breath of Gore is a D and D adventure module. So we just finished that tomorrow, nice. uh, yesterday, Rob. Yeah. Um, and now we're planning in December to do a big D and D audio drama, um, Ooh, and fun. have this uh, yeah really kind of uh, written out scripted adventure. Get a bunch of different actors and voice actors in, and to produce a uh, a show really mm-hmm. more so than just a podcast, but something which um, we've got a bunch of talent in to draw from. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to launching that in uh, December 1st, I yeah. think, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. That's really cool. I think D&D does lend itself very well to that medium. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. uh, uh, um, God's Fall uh, and some of the other podcasts mm-hmm. that were in Podcast mm-hmm. of Annihilation kind of straddle that line yeah. between yeah. live yeah. play and recorded voiceover. That's really cool. I mean, I know Shelly didn't know this was an audition, but, I mean, if you want to use Shelly, Right. Well, you know, we do have a uh, you know a southern grandma role. And, <laughs> I think Grandma Kathy else. might we'll have to beat tell me up Grandma for that Kathy one. Yeah. that it's been filled. But yeah. sorry, Grandma Kathy, I think she'll understand. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, well, break it easy to her on her thirtieth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> she has her whole life to to look forward to. I'm at the tail end here. <laughs> Let me take <laughs> some roles. <laughs> this is my only chance. <laughs> That's so funny. My wife is actually auditioning today for a Southern Belle type role. No way! Yeah, for the plant. So she's been for she's what? been talking in uh, Sydney's accent all all weekend long. Uh, for a theater. <laughs> for a theater. For That's right. What yeah. theater? Uh, the one in West Seattle, the Arts West. Oh, really? Yeah. Super cool. I hope it goes well. Next week, when you guys hear this, I'll probably be like, "Yeah, she's not in that." Um, Break a <laughs> Did not happen. Uh, for which is getting used to disappointment confidence. at this point. Well, now if we're disappointed, and then we, if it happens, we'll be excited, but we won't be... Put it out to the universe. Um, Positivity. That sounds like the message. Erin got cast in the show. Erin is in the show right See? now, so by the time you listen to this, you guys will be able to buy tickets, and I'll be shilling that instead of... Uh, yeah, instead of the D and the D. Instead of these Nathan's guys' Kickstarter, like, which is happening on December 1st. <laughs> Maybe Erin could audition for their Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. You know, like, if it doesn't go so well, you audition. You know, there's a... Uh, we, we, we yeah, won't take no for an answer. She can yeah. beat me at my own game. That's right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> she can do the southern accent. She can do a British accent pretty well, too. So I feel like uh, <laughs> so we're both out of a job. Yeah, That's it. Job. That's I can do like Long Island-ish. You can do a Long Island accent? Uh-huh. Oh. So one time I was in Florida with my mom. We were in a swimming pool. And this other mother and daughter, we were like, Kind of, they were like our nemesis. We're like, we don't like. We're the only mother and daughter here, bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> and like you do at Disney World. <laughs> yeah, as yeah. you do when you're ten. Yeah. And the mother, mother and daughter were floating in the pool together, and we heard them go, "What's the difference between pastrami and corned beef?" And the mom goes, "Corned beef is spicier," and that's all that's- we said for like the next like. 
20 years. And you're like, I, know that I can Mommy. be a perfect Long Island yeah. accent as long as I say I like those still, words. Still, like, there are probably at least 15 times this year alone I have said, asked her, Mom, what's the difference between corned beef and pastrami? <laughs> and she'll just answer and then we move on. Aww, it's like that's our, actually a really, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. But anyway. I don't have any of those with my mom. <laughs> you don't have those moments. <laughs> no, I don't. Where we're, we're mocking other, other yeah. <laughs> No, we don't do that. And you don't have any of the good D&D play with your mom stories. Either. I don't either. You guys, everybody else on this mic uh, right now has got better stories than I do. Oh, I know. That's what you got. You have to break the cycle with your children. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to take them to Disney World and make fun of people. Just no, like I'm at the D&D part. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to make fun. Nice. Well, uh, I feel like we've diverged away from you guys Sorry. and what you're talking about. So these are, this has all been an audition for me and Shelly to audition for, for this audio drama. Are we in? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to yeah, you. Yeah, don't, don't call oh, us. Yeah. Uh, we'll call wow. you. Oh. <laughs> Do you want our headshots? Yeah. yeah. We have them. We we got headshots. Yeah, yeah, just 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 for the audio out. drama. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Are there audio headshots for voice actors? Because you'd think like an actual physical headshot doesn't mean anything, right? No. So you got to be like, here's my card. It's got a USB thing on it that has my voice. My on voice. It. Here's my voice. <laughs> Things we'll never find out uh, unless we talk to Matt Mercer again and ask him that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you guys are awesome. I can't wait uh, to uh, find out more about this audio drama. I think that's a really cool idea. I uh, uh, and uh, I, I yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just think that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, so do we. <laughs> We're very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this has been a lot of fun as well. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, guys. So uh, I think you mentioned where people can find you already, but do it again. Just let people know where it's the best, even on Twitter, where, where yeah. can people find uh, out more about what Encounter Roleplay and you personally are doing? Yeah, uh, you can find uh, Encounter Roleplay on Twitter at EncounterRP or on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Encounter Roleplay. I'll say hi in the Twitch chat as well. Uh, and uh, Encounter, if you just search Encounter Roleplay into most most websites, not all of them, <laughs> Uh, you should you should find something to do with us and uh, <laughs> take that for what you will take, take that however you will um, yeah so we're we're in most places very much like the plague so uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and then um, uh, our podcasts uh, you can follow Turncloaks at Turncloaks Pod and you can follow WonderQuest mm-hmm. at WonderQuest uh, WonderQuest Pod Wonder with an A not an O because ah, yes. I don't oh. know that's just what I came up with Wonder WonderQuest yeah, and you can follow me at uh, Sydney Act. It's on the screen, and, and life is great. There you go. That's awesome, you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure we'll have you guys on again in uh, like six months' time to hear about how that uh, audio drama went, and uh, we'll be accepting our, uh, you know, what's, we'll what's know the, how it went. Cause we'll the, be on yeah. it. Yeah, I was just gonna say we'll be accepting our audio drama <laughs> awards for our performance. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to come up with what the Oscar would be for that, but uh, there is an award. We already won it. That's how we know. Okay. It's, that's how <laughs> we know. <laughs> right. Put Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you. If Thank you. you should watch uh, uh, Learn by Play, it's 3 p.m. Pacific time on uh, twitch.tv slash dnd. And you should uh, watch it. And go to all the other uh, awesome uh, ways to consume content that uh, Will and Sid are making all over the internet. Make it happen. All right. Talk to you guys later. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Bye-bye. Bye. They are adorable. They're adorable children. T- teenagers. Could be my kids. Good kids. Good
Good kids, as they say. Yeah, good kids. See, good kids. Good kids. Uh, gosh, I didn't realize they were that young. It's like the first. Isn't that great to learn that on on like right as the interview's about to start? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I had totally a different uh, idea that I, you guys were. Uh, I just like that there's young people playing D and D, and that their grandmas are teaching them. And they've been doing it for years. For I mean, years. Half their lives. More time than I've been alive. Right. Which makes it's a paradox. I know, but it makes oh. a little bit of sense. God, I've been at Wizards almost as long as Sid's been alive. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, my gosh. Your, like, employment history is older than her. My employment history is, like, her. (laughs) It's, like, living in Canada with with her nice English boyfriend. This is amazing. Uh, So do you think now that you want to do everything differently in your life? Now I just think I want to go home and go to bed. And <laughs> get over this whatever eye disease oh, that you've got. I just want to like put on my slippers, shove some Kleenex in my sleeves, and <laughs> go home and watch the Hallmark Channel. You know, like most 90-year-olds do. That is not even a lie. It's kind of what needs to happen. Yeah. All right, you're late for your meeting. Ah. you got to go. Uh, we. How do people find out about you and uh, all the fun and things my eye disease? that you're doing uh, for games everywhere? You should follow me on Twitter at Shelly Moo. Or uh, if you can follow Avalon Hill at Avalon Hill 2, the number 2. Dose. Twitter. Or we're both on Facebook. Avalon Hill is on Facebook. And Shelly Mazendobel, writer, is on Facebook. Follow that Shelly, not the regular Shelly. Regular Shelly is boring. That's writer with a Y, right? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's R- R-I-D-E-R. I'm the writer. Oh, it's not like, a, it's not like a, a contract writer? You're like <laughs> Shelly Mazenobel. I need brown M&M's separated. This is the third time today someone has mentioned brown M&M's. Really? Yeah. What was the other two times? I think Bart was one, and then someone in the gym said it. Uh, I don't trust people who talk about M&M's in the gym. They're sad. Yeah. There's nothing sadder than being on the treadmill. Brown (laughs) (laughs) M&M's. Someone just said brown M&M's. Oh, my gosh. We could be making so much advertising from this. Right, Ryan? (laughs) See? Is that what you mean? Is that what you mean? That's what it is. Do you ever watch Project Runway? I have. Do you watch Project Runway, you guys? Make it work. They have, there's so much product placement on there. They'll just be like talking like regular competition. Like, but if I use my scissors from Fiskar, Fiskar scissors, everything is just so much better. Okay, back to the drama. We do that yeah, with Dungeons and Dragons. You're like, if we were, if we had a Dungeon Master screen, this would be such a better podcast. And oh, good, it's right here. We've been having this whole time. That's, that's our own product. That's oh, you're going to charge our own product. Uh, yeah. Hey, we should talk to the Magic Team. We should, that's a good idea. Yeah. We should talk to Avalon Hill. Oh. Oh, no money. Indeed. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, you guys should go to magic.wizards.com uh, to learn more about Magic the Gathering. It's a fun game that you can play in between uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons. Weird. Yeah. There's also a plane shift in which you can play Dungeons and Dragons within uh, the Magic universe. Uh, there's a new one coming out for Ixalan in the next couple of months, and they played uh, over their Extra Life thing yeah, uh, they did. just recently. Chris Tulak and his. Uh, uh, wife, uh, Kat Kruger, created an amazing uh, adventure that the two people went through. Uh, so that was really? last Friday morning. Oh, they yes. were busy that day. So go check out uh, their Twitch uh, channel, twitch.tv slash magic. Uh, and uh, uh, they all, in the collections there, you should be able to find out uh, some of the previous stuff that was going on there. They did a lot of fun stuff. They played Dungeon, uh, Magic and Dungeons and & Dragons for 24 hours straight. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, see, how's that for guilting me into it, Sean? It worked. 
I didn't even think about it. I'm like, yeah, why don't we talk about Magic and what Magic is doing? Because they're doing amazing stuff. Dang it. Uh, I mean, kind that, of. Yeah, the kind fir- of they the are, The first though. taste is free, Ryan. You want us to talk about it? You gotta give us all the pro. Oh, they do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. dang it. Uh, We're gonna close this podcast out with a hurrah. And betrayal at Baldur's Gate is in stores right now. Hurrah! Woo! Uh, You can follow me. I'm at Greg Tito. Ask me any of the craziest questions you want to about Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, You find out anything about uh, the hobby at DungeonsAndDragons.com or DragonMag.com where we have bi-monthly issues of Dragon Plus. uh, And uh, you'll get more of that stuff uh, tomorrow with uh, Bart Carroll at 2 p.m. Pacific time on Twitch.tv slash DND. All right. You guys are awesome. Uh, we'll be back with you next week on Dragon Talk. Keep rolling those 20s. Mm-hmm. I gotta have a catchphrase. Yeah, we need it. Keep drinking water. <laughs> <laughs>